So, Lindsay, why have you got that axe in your bag? <laughs> um, hmm. Hello and welcome to Who's Zooming Who, a podcast for teachers teaching remotely. Um, my name is Lindsay Kleinfield. I'm one of your hosts. And I'm Sean Wilden. I'm the other host. That's right. Hi, Sean. Hi, Lindsay. How you doing? Fine, fine. Hey, it's, it's, it's go back to work day in the UK. Yeah, it's all done and dusted now. Well, it's it. all over. Everything's fine. Um, <laughs> Weird we place are, to live. <laughs> Sean and I are both uh, English teachers, teacher trainers, writers, and people who often teach online and most recently have been doing a lot of online teaching. And yeah. so we thought we'd have a little chat about uh, things you can do online because we also like to podcast. And if this exactly. is your first time listening to us, hello and welcome. Uh, so if it is the first time, Lindsay, uh, what do we do in this episode? What do we do? Um, well, what we do in every episode is we set ourselves a timer, a little challenge. We set ourselves a timer for 10 minutes. And during that 10 minutes, we choose a topic and we dive in and talk about that topic. Um, these are all topics related to remote teaching or specifically online teaching we meet in a zoom room where we are right now often we're talking about zoom or other live teaching things but there are a variety of things shall we get started and yeah i don't know always, always, you think by now i'd remember that i need a timer at this point right. yeah, <laughs> okay yeah. 10 minutes is on the screen okay i'm going to count us down three two one so Lindsay, today's topic is realia Realia. Okay, so realia, for those of you who aren't English teachers, is a term, a jargony term used in English teaching for when we bring in real world objects to the classroom. Okay, so uh, there's been plenty of stuff written about using realia. New teachers always enjoy doing lessons with realia, or I think they do. I always did. Um, <laughs> I was say, it's quite a sweeping statement. <laughs> I know, yes, exactly. But what we're doing today is we're looking at. Um, when we're teaching virtually on a on a webcam, like teaching a live lesson virtually, uh, how we bringing in real things into that environment. So, so things, for example, things that would go on the webcam, yeah, is that what you're talking about? Things that you would show on the webcam. Okay. So, for example, if you were uh, uh, teaching fruit and you showed a picture of a bowl of fruit, that's not the realia. If you had a bowl of fruit in front of you and you held it up and showed the students, that would be the realia that we're talking about. So we're going to look at things that teachers can bring to their virtual classrooms to show, to share, or students can bring to show and share. What kind of things have we done with real world objects? Okay, here we go. And that's, that, that, right. that intro has killed a minute of our... Okay. Uh, so, um, so like at first, I've got in my hand something that I never, never teach without, and that's a die. Uh, dice. I always got yes. a dice in front of me. Dice are important. Dice games are important. Okay, um, so what do you do with the dice? Just tell us one or two so, things. One, one dice activity, numbers one, two, six down there. Uh, put some topics like sport, weather, uh, fruits, as you said it. Roll the dice. If it's number one, the students have to say 10 fruit or 10 whatever. There's a simple activity. How big? I can't see you right now because we don't have our cameras uh, on. How have, big is the dice? Is it I've a got big, a like, fairly big dice. Yes. It's a, a fairly big like, kind of squishy dice. Like a yeah, dice yeah, that yeah, we, it's we almost like a, a dashboard. Uh, 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 yes, exactly. <laughs> but I also get my students once I've done it once so my students can see me as a model. But I try and encourage my students to bring dice for yes. uh, decisions in it. But that's exactly. a bit of reality. And of course, somebody may be listening saying, well, you can make a virtual dice, but the point of this episode is exactly 
that you wouldn't in this case because there would be some kind of attraction of like what is he doing what has he got in his hand exactly exactly and i think you know just because we're in the digital online world some of the what you can carry over from from the teaching that you suddenly had to leave behind is i think a safety thing as well so yep. uh, so um i would use a dice because that's what i would normally use in teaching so okay Go, perfect next. My, uh, my turn, something that I've picked up from watching young learner teachers, teachers of young learners, um, is a puppet. So there are lots of activities, and this has been written about extensively. So if you were looking for ideas for a puppet with the young learners, just Google uh, puppet English language class ideas. I'm, I'm sure that you'll find several things that I've seen and done would be like repeat after the puppet for listening and repeat activities. The puppet is the one who tells a story at story time, who reads the story. Um, I personally, when I had a younger group, and then I did it even with adults, I had a little puppet, like a puppet snake that was my pronunciation puppet. So I would bring that out for like the S sound, which is uh, initial S sound, which is difficult for Spanish. That was a, a, student, okay. a Spanish, etc. So I had a little pronunciation puppet that I would that I would kind of do things with. But having a puppet out, that's always could be a fun. Uh, just remind me to go back to I, at some point in the future i really want to see Lin lindsay's pronunciation puppet um, yes. um the other piece of reality in the classroom uh, me teacher um okay. I, and i think I, it's the puppets that reminded me that i um i like simon says and those kind of things like typical tpr kind of activities so okay. you see me on camera uh simon says put your hands on your head so i become the, the real thing and they follow it on uh, so oh. Excellent. All right. Um, I was speaking with some other teachers uh, from Chile, and I'm going to give a shout out to one of them called Mandy. Uh, she uh, from South Africa, but working in Chile, she had a series of real world signs that she had made. So signs that she would hold up, you know, so there was one which was like sort of like, um, you know, mute your microphones. So a picture okay. of the mute thing that she would hold up or another one was a picture of an ear that she would hold up and wave for like the younger ones. Like, are you listening? Listen, please. That kind of stuff. Um, a mute button but one a sign that you could have that says starting soon you could have a sign on the desk as you um let's imagine that the class is about to start but you're off to getting water or closing the doors or whatever set up a little sign that says welcome to the class we begin soon That's so the students really see nice. that you could you could have that on the screen of course but having a little sign there sort of gives that, that extra little That's touch. funny back in five minutes that annoying sign of back in five minutes when did that <laughs> yes. five minutes start? um yeah. it kind of felt so that fits into a, an earlier installment of our who's zooming who on whiteboards because you could do that on a mini whiteboard as well yep that would be yep which is uh, a real uh, I'll object. go through another one quickly. Um, obviously, realia has traditionally been used in English classrooms for teaching things. So often, like, yeah, the fruit is a key example. I like to do it. I think you could do interesting with things around the house that are interesting objects to pull out and teach. So food, yes. Stationary things. You could obviously get a whole bunch of those. You know, what's this? Uh, that, teaching, that's stationary as in paper pen rather than sit yes. still, yeah? Stationary as a paper. <laughs> but also, I think tools. You could do a whole, like, you know, like a whole class on tools. Like, what's this? What's uh, How do you say this word? Etc. Doesn't that fit into I, I, another idea of the scavenger hunt? So if you're teaching yeah. uh, fruit, you can like go find. You got thirty yes. seconds. Go find me an apple. Go first one yes. back. <laughs> so this is an activity you can do with any kind of classes. You have a scavenger hunt. This could be an end of class activity where people were presuming they're all at home. So you could say, all right, the first person you make a list of things. So everybody, whoever can find me a screwdriver first, bring it and show it to the screen. But they off go. Who can find me a photo frame? Who can find me a stapler? Who can find me a wine glass? Who can find me a pillow etc uh, you can add colors you know a pink top um a you know a blue some, uh, something blue that goes on your foot so people run off in the nice. house find it and bring it back it reminds me actually of something this is not english teaching but still teaching is um with my uh son's class 
um, yeah. and, and in state school. We're doing show and tell each week just to bring the kids into uh, bring the kids together. So we use so we at the beginning of the week we set up a show and tell challenge. So this week it will be I think this week's challenge is to is to actually bring a book that they've read this week. And then uh, so we set them a challenge. And then um, um, so the the live session in Zoom at the end of the week they will come with the realia, which is the book or the the model they've made out of recycling or Lego or something like that, and talk about it. So uh, kind of it's a, a spin on that scavenger hunt idea, I think. Uh, oh, very uh, nice. Uh, with it, but that works really nice. It's always well, we do it asynchronously, synchronously, so it's a good combination. Uh, you'll go. Oh wait, how much time do we have left? I'm just, uh, just looking at time. We have three minutes, fifteen seconds. Okay, um, a couple of other things. Uh, one, now I know this is like this has been dreadfully become almost a cliche, but there is that famous like creativity exercise that you brainstorm the uses for an object, and the cliche is you brainstorm the uses for the paperclip, right? But you can oh, do okay. any object. You know, you just show an object, and then students uh, have to make sentences like you can use it for, you can use it to, um, and, and brainstorm different uses. A paperclip is the obvious one because that's been written about online, so if you want lots of ideas, you can just do brainstorm uses of paperclip, but you could do it with lots of other things. You could do it with a kind of pen, you could do it with like a, a whiteboard eraser, you could do it with a USB stick, you could do it with one of your tools, a, I don't know, any, any I don't know, I'm, I'm intrigued, I'm just intrigued on what's around you in your office, because you've got tools and paper clips and a mini no, whiteboard. No, actually, there is a screwdriver <laughs> nearby because I had to do something in the office and fix a shelf, so oh. that's why I've been looking at the last little while as a screwdriver, uh, but also well, I have well, my... How screen. many things you can do with a screwdriver? Uh, so my last one with two minutes left, I'm going to slightly cheat. Uh, it's not going to be on camera, but it will become the camera because in Zoom, one of the things you can do really nicely is uh, press the button to share your iPad screen. Okay. Uh, and there's a button if you share your screen. There's a just a there's a Wi-Fi connection to your to your Zoom to your iPad. So your iPad screen comes up. And, can and you this, do it for an Android screen, just for those. I, of I, you know what? I don't know because it says on it says in the Zoom room it says iPad iPhone. So okay. I don't know uh, if it can. But, and this fits into something I, I just talked about, uh, crossing over my classroom teaching into my online teaching. And I always like to use interactive fiction in my class. But what I find in okay. the Zoom room is even better. And I'm playing with a, a, an interactive notebook called 57 Degrees North at the moment. So okay. it, looks like, it looks like a game. Uh, but so it uh, shares it onto my screen. So the reality is the game, the book. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and but the students get to see the words of the books. And in this case, it also does listings. So it reads it, but then it gives them a choice. So they've got like, what's the next choice to, uh, this is a storm. So yeah, to go, go, go up the mountain path or, 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 go or whatever. So they can yeah. see it on the screen. And then we discuss it in the chat box on microphone. Then we make a decision and do it. So it's realia, but it's a listening reading lesson done through using interactive fiction games on my iPad. There you go. Excellent. Excellent have to look into that. Okay, last one for me will be uh, pinch this idea from Five Minute Activities, a 30-year-old book probably well, now book by Penny Five Minute Activities. And yeah, the book Five Minute wow. Activities is a really good one. Um, this one here you uh, adapted for the Zoom room. Ask the students to um, ask a student to bring a bag. They have to have a bag, any kind of bag in their house. Could be a cloth bag, thirty seconds, bag, plastic bag. Yep. Uh, they show the bag, hold up the bag, and then you have to say, um, you say, why have you got an X in your bag? And they have to make up an excuse. So you make up things. So like, why have you got a monkey in your bag? And they have to say, ah, a monkey because, and then they make up something. Or why have you got an axe in your bag? Why have you got? Of course, we don't see what's in the bag because the, the bag is closed. But they have. You are going to. Tell them that, and then they have to make up a reason why they would have that in the bag. So, Lindsay, why have you got that axe in your bag? 
Um, hmm. That is a that is um yeah a curious one. Oh, oh there's the timer going off now. Just well done. There we go. Okay. So there you go. Ten minutes. Ten minute challenge this time round was Realia, and we have hopefully given you a number of ideas that you can use on uh, using a video camera and bringing some real things into the classroom. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Thank <laughs> you.